Blog Talk Radio. Jumping on. Yes, sir. Fight the power. I can't do it. Pow, pow. Anyway, hey, yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Coach Lee, in the place to be. Uh, four quarters of Coach Lee and Carla. Tonight, Carla can't be here. She's out hustling uh, for Christmas. You know how that is. You know, we got all these kids and everything. So she's out hustling tonight. I am live. I'm all the way live. I'm on Facebook live. I'm on Blog Talk Radio live. I got my super duper producer, BJ, in the house. Handling calls on the other end. Uh, if you want to reach out, you can hit me at 657-383-1020. I ain't been on in a minute because you know what? I've been pushing. I've been hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. I've been hustling, man. I've been pushing real hard. Uh, girls flag football. We are in our football season right now, which just started uh, shortly after Thanksgiving. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. I'm rocking that purple rain tonight. You know what I'm saying? I'm representing my flag football team, you know, Sunrise Mountain Miners. Yes, I am no longer at Bonanza High School, where I took that team to a state championship. Well, to the state championship, but we lost in, in the last 30 seconds on a two-point conversion by the other team. And it still eats me out because I hate losing. I hate L in it. You know what I'm saying? I got to get the L on this way. And uh, But it's, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? But uh, the GFA, which is behind me, her turn the ball, bam, right there behind me. Uh, we've been really pushing hard, really pushing hard. And we're going to get this party started. Uh, I didn't get a chance to, to get people in over on Facebook. So if you're on live with me, hey, if you can share, uh, get people to join. Because I want to talk about girls football and the great things that have taken place in the last Three weeks since I've been last on air. Um, a lot of things have happened, and uh, definitely want you guys to be a part of it. But you know what? I expect it. I expect people not to be a part of it, you know what I'm saying? Because I'll get into that later, you know, because people don't jump on stuff when, it, when it's happening. They jump on it after the fact. And I understand that. I was in the music industry for 25 years. I worked with a lot of recording artists, and uh, we couldn't get people in our own hometown to to listen to the artist. Then we go out of town and we blow it up, and all of a sudden everybody wanted to be our friends. But I would get on that in a hot second. You know what I'm saying? I'm recognizing everybody online. You know, I do one one hour show. I talk a lot because I'm coach. They call me coach, and I'm coaching. And I'm excited about tonight. So even though my co-host Carl is not here tonight, I'm still going to rock the house. So let's go ahead and get this party started with quarter number one. Quarter number one. You know what I'm saying? GFA, baby. There it is, right there. GFA, GFA, GFA. Girls Football Association has been kicking butt. I would like to use the three-letter word, but I use butt, the four-letter word. Uh, over the last couple of uh, weeks, we didn't make some major dents in girls' flag football. Uh, one, we did probably the largest girls' flag football event 
in the United States uh, on November 30th here in Las Vegas. Uh, we hosted a jamboree um, where we had over 500 girls participating uh, in that event where it was a, a scrimmage event that took place. Hey, Angela, what's going on? Everything's good. Everything's good. Like I said, I'm recognizing folks. I got my boy uh, Ryan on here. Hey, I'm, I moved on, man. You talk to your to your principal at your old school and, and tell them what's up because I'm kicking butt where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we hosted an event, uh, Jamboree, about three weeks ago, actually November 30th. And if you go to YouTube, because I know everybody goes on YouTube, look up Girls Football Association page. I got a lot of stuff on there, about 30, 30 different items on, on that page. Um, and, you know, it's it's just the overall development of our organization uh, is what we've been building. And uh, we did this event. It was an all-day event. Our major sponsor uh, didn't participate because due to weather. Uh, but the Raiders are back on board with me. Uh, we have bad weather right after Thanksgiving. And they didn't want to do the event uh, because, you know, they're a billion-dollar industry uh, corporation and didn't want, you know, flags flying all over the place or bad weather, sloppy mud. And it wound up being a beautiful day. And I was kind of hurt that, you know, they called me at the last minute um, to cancel. But they're going to make it up. We, we, we got a meeting uh, this week uh, where we're going to be actually hosting some other events uh, with the Raiders. But yes, we 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 down with the Las Vegas Raiders now. You know, saying so I know they're not playoff bound yet. They're not out. They down, but they ain't out. And I say that I'm a true Raider fan, but because they are partner of the GFA, I got a root for them. Okay, so we wind up having a scrimmage. We had varsity girls out there. We had JV girls. And we had freshman girls, and it was a great event. You know, it was six and a half hours. Uh, myself spoke. Carla spoke, and again, if you go over to the, the YouTube page and, um, you know, take a look at it. You know, I got my boy Larry Black from Carson High School. He did, he's doing a video. Uh, it's going to be more in detail uh, of what took place in, in, in more interviews. But I just put together a snippet of what, when, what took place that day, and uh, it's, it's getting some heat. It's getting some things going. And uh, like I said, when I'm on a mission, I'm on a mission. I'm like my boy Dolomite. I don't know if y'all got a chance to check out Dolomite or if you even know who Dolomite is. But if you go to Netflix, check that movie out. Dolomite is me. I am Dolomite. I'm funny. But when I put my mind to something and I put the energy behind it, it gets done. Uh, a lot of you guys know that I've dealt with women's football or I've been in women's football since 2005. Uh, I did about 10 years to 2015. And a lot of the things that I was incorporating with my Las Vegas showgirls, a lot of teams and leagues are doing now. Ten years later, I'm ahead of my time, just like Dolomite. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I, and I tell my girls all the time at the school I'm at, I'm the best damn coach out there. There is nobody better than me. There's nobody futuristic like me. You know what I'm saying? I see the plays. I see what goes on, and I see the future of what's going on. And I know that girls' flag football is the future. And I'm going to talk about some of those things as well. But with the GFA, man, we've, we've been – We've been pounding the streets. We've been pounding athletic directors. We've been pounding uh, NFL, XFL. Uh, we just partnered up with the XFL with the um, New York uh, Guardians. And we're going to be hosting an all-girls event on March 28th in New York 
at what's that? What's the name of the stadium? I don't even know. I'm not. It used to be Giant Stadium uh, back in the day. But what is it called? Uh, Metropolitan is Metropolitan MetLife Stadium. There we go. I think it's MetLife Stadium. Uh, we're going to give 350 girls an opportunity to one host a symposium so we can talk to them. Two, they're going to get worked out on the field, and then they're also going to be able to go to the game and get uh, acknowledged of girls who are on the move. Uh, the reason why New York is because we have an opportunity for girls to become sanctioned in the state of New York. The New York Jets have already put up over $50,000 to help start girls flag football in the New York City area. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm connecting with all the high schools. Yeah, MetLife. Thank you, Marcus. Marcus Till, you know, you did one for me. You did a solid for me. Uh, but we're working with, uh, with the New York Guardians of the XFL. Um, they also have kind of pushed us along with all eight teams in the, in the league, and we're trying to do an event at each location throughout this first season. And it's an all-girls event. And uh, we're excited here. So a little traveling going to be going on. But my call out is to all those women's football teams that are out there that I know that's in connection. So Houston, Dallas, uh, Philly, um, L.A. You know, I'm not calling out the actual teams because, you know, what? there's multiple teams in each of those areas. I'm looking for help. Okay. It's not a one-man show. It's not a one-woman show. It's an organization, GFA, Girls Football Association. And like I said, I'm like Dolomite. You know what I'm saying? When I put my mind to it, I make it happen. I think that's my middle name, make it happen. Dion, make it happen, Lee. All right? Um, and, you know, I'm not boasting and bragging. I'm just trying to tell you that the sincerity and the passion that I have behind whatever I get behind. When I was in the music industry, I got behind a lot of artists who became famous. You know, that's great. You know, when I decided I wanted to coach football again, I started coaching football here in Las Vegas. It wasn't the boys, it was women. Then when I decided to get into high school, I coached the heck out of the high school. Got nine guys, scholarship opportunities to go play elsewhere. Uh, at a school that didn't have no athletes, that that they were just sorry, you know what I'm saying? And I hate to say that, but you know, it is what it is. And you know, I look for other opportunities to to be a coach again uh, at some other time. I just can't be an assistant coach. I I I just have too much passion and too much drive uh, in pushing a, a format of football that I know uh, will work. You know, I, and, and my story is kind of unique. You know what I'm saying? My man Archie Jean's on board. What's up? You know, he's actually Archie Jean, if I'm not mistaken, is the original flea. Uh, I got named flea by a coach named Gene Volnagel uh, going into the ninth grade. I didn't know Archie at the time. He was at that other school on, on Avalon, Banning High School. And, uh, and they used to call him flea, if I ain't mistaken. But I don't think he took it as serious as I did. And so... You know, my coach gave me that name because I was a small dude, man. When I was in 10, going to the 10th grade, I was 5'7", maybe 95 pounds. And, you know, for those who don't know me, you know, I play defensive back. And I was thinking this cat named Tex. I forgot Tex's last name. But he was 6'2", ran a 4'4", go up and catch any ball anywhere. And we had a quarterback named Mark Walters um, that was going to be a, a senior that year and he had just won a championship uh, at Carson High School the year before and I went to go play DB and got up in front of him you know I'm up there singing my song nobody beats the flea no I wasn't even singing the song my bad that's ain't how I got my name so anyway I'm sticking to, I'm sticking him and he, he tapped his hat like this so you know me being a smart dude me being a smart dude I said oh they're gonna throw a fly pattern or a go route so I 
got on my horse, turned around, bam. I'm on text like right on rice, like cold on ice, like stink on boo-boo. You know it. And I guess the coach looked, and then he turned his head. But what happened, I was running, and I kind of turned, and I knocked the ball down. But apparently my coach, Coach Gene Bonego, turned around right when the ball looked like it knocked me down. And he made a kind of a joke, and everybody started laughing. He said, man, you was on him like a flea on a dog. And so everybody was like, oh, he called you flea. He called you flea. But I took it as an honor. I mean, the greatest coach in high school in California state history, besides Coach Paragam over at Banning High School as well. I, I respect both those two coaches. Uh, he didn't know who I was, but he gave me a nickname. It rhymed with Lee. I was like, man, flea Lee. And that's how I, I came to be. All right? And I've taken on that persona of nobody beats the flea. If you take a Biz Marquee, his song, Nobody Beat the Biz, just take the biz out, put the flea in, and I had a whole rhyme back in the day. So that's how I got my, my alter eagle, Flea Lee, right? And I coach that way, too. You know, nobody beats me. Nobody out, out, out do film, out do anything. Nobody out markets me. When I went out in the music industry, nobody did marketing like I did. I was bare bones, ground root, marketeer. You know what I'm saying? I was the original urban marketing specialist. You know what I'm saying? Posting up all of Crenshaw Boulevard. You know what I'm saying? If you know about L.A., Crenshaw was the place. If you was a recording artist and um, and you wanted to be seen, you needed to be on Crenshaw. Well, I was that guy that got everybody on Crenshaw, same way when I got to college and some other stuff. But I know I'm, I'm running around, but, you know, my passion and my push to these young men were if I, Dion Flea Lee, who graduated high school at 5'8", 115 pounds, can get a D1 scholarship. You can too. But you got to be on your P's and Q's. You got to know your ABC's. You got to know your 1, 2, 3's. You got to have those ACT's. You got to have them SAT's. You, you got to have GPA's. You know what I'm saying? And you got to be smart. I also ran track. I ran hurdles. Learn how to run hurdles because coach needed somebody to run hurdles. And next thing you know, I got a record as a as 11th grader, school record, you know, for running hurdles, and I never ran hurdles before, but I was just that guy. All right, so my story is kind of unique, and I'm able to give to these young fellas, and then and, and those guys are inspired, and they're playing football elsewhere. But getting back to the GFA, because that's what it's all about. It's about the GFA, you know. I'm kind of putting it like the music industry. Like I told you guys earlier, I don't expect nobody to join. That's my honest opinion, especially if you know me. Because you know what? It's not your closest friends or family that supports you anyway. I'm cool with that. I know that. I, I spent 25 years in the business. I can give you a Fuji tape before they became the Fujis, and you're like, this is whack. Okay? Been there, done that. Okay? Sir Mix-a-Lot, been there, done that. You know, breaking music was hard. It wasn't until somebody heard it on the radio before they come back to me and say, yo, yo, you eat. Montel Jordan's a great guy. That guy got booed on my stage with me hosting a fraternity step show at Cal State University of Long Beach in the new uh, theater that we had. It was about 2,500 people, and then now they're moving into the pyramid, which I hope built too. But that cat got booed. Three songs he got booed. That was his first performance by his own frats. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden... He does, this is how you do it, and everybody's partying to it because, you know, he had the uh, Slick Rick music in the background. And so everybody was partying to it, stepping to it. But it wasn't until a week after when it was on t on the radio 
And everybody hit me up. Yo, yo, that dude that you had, Montel Jordan, then how you do it? What, is that him? I'm like, yeah, y'all booed that, that cat off the stage. So I'm used to people not joining forces because I can see it. I can see a star. I can see a celebrity. I can see a movement. I've been pushing this movement for seven years. Seven years. Girls entitlement to play football. And like I said, I don't rely on my friends. I don't rely on, on, on any of my peers um, because they have to see it to believe it. That's the bottom line. Because if they did believe it, then they would be joining at girlsfootballassociation.org. That's all you got to do. So my thing is this. I've been pushing, 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 and now we got the traction. We got the traction and attraction. Okay, if you guys don't know, the state of Georgia just sanctioned girls' flag football just last week. I've been pushing Georgia for the last year and a half. I've been willing and dealing in Georgia to get it started. Once the Atlanta Falcons jumped on board and Arthur Blanks put up the money, I jumped on it. I started reaching out to all the other counties in Georgia to just let them know that girls football is going to be the fastest growing sport. Again, they didn't believe it. But when Nike got behind it, when the Falcons got behind it, and it was on, on YouTube, and it got a million views, and all of a sudden, every county wants to have flag football now. Hmm. Think about it. Hmm. Think about it. Again, that's the mentality of, of us as, 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 as human beings. We wait to see before we do. Okay? So, again, we work in New York. We work in Houston. We are working uh, well, Texas. I'm going to say Texas because we got Dallas and Houston. Okay? Uh, California is next. Arizona, next. Utah, next. New Mexico, next. So, those are the things that we've been pushing. I know I haven't been on for three weeks, uh, which is cool. Uh, because again, things have been rolling. You guys, you know, it's in season. Um, on two nights, I've actually had games on two Mondays. Um, so going going into that, you know, you know, I'm 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 gonna press on. Let me let me finish up. I got a couple things on the agenda that I want to talk about with GFA. Then I press on to Sunrise my Miners. All right. So we've been pressing real hard. Um, we tried to do that whole national thing. We reached out. We had we had about. 60, 60 people on board that was interning from colleges, sports management programs, and stuff like that, but they just don't have the passion. And it, it just takes up too much time to try to monitor what everybody else is doing. So we just focus in on at home and the things that we can do because we know we can make it better. But if you are willing and wanting to be a part of this awesome movement, you can always reach out to us at girlsfootballassociation at gmail.com. You can hit me up at dlee.gfa at gmail.com. Uh, you can always call at 702, uh, what is it, 874-8058. I mean, we always looking for people to join and, and, and help create. But, you know, it, it takes some time. It's going to take, it's gonna take a, a, a nation to move this mountain, okay? So that's what we've been doing with GFA. Like I said, we got connections. We are in, we in the place to be. We are where football is going to be exploited and be seen. Um, again, we had a major event that took place. We blew it up. 
nothing but kudos from across the board from all the schools that participated, even though we didn't have our major sponsor on board because of due to weather. But we, we still got them on board, and we're going to be doing something special in the next coming weeks um, here in, in Las Vegas. But again, if you are in any city, I don't care what city, what state, need your help. I, 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 it ain't a one-man show like I try to tell you guys. We're looking for any and everybody. Do I get paid to do this? Somebody asked that question. No, I don't. I don't get paid. I just do it for the love of the game. You know, I happen to have, you know, daughters, granddaughter, and stuff like that. I'm leaving a legacy. You know, sometimes you ain't got to get rich to leave your legacy. So it's not even about getting rich. It ain't no way I'm going to get rich. Can't get rich promoting girls football. Really? Come on. What do you guys think this is? You know? I've had some people come at me that way. Oh, are you trying to get rich? No, I'm not. I ain't trying to get rich. I'm just trying to make something happen that's a law. Title IX, entitlement, okay? Equal opportunity. Those are the things that I'm pushing. Same thing we do in the workplace, okay? You want an opportunity to advance? If there's laws in the books that says why you can or can't not, then we need to challenge them. But, you know, you got to challenge yourself. What's in your heart? What, what, what is it that you want to leave? What legacy do you have? Do you have a daughter? Do you have a niece? Do you have a granddaughter that you turn to tell, hey, you can grow up to be whatever you want to be? But if you're not fighting for her, then you're not helping her. And that's what this is all about. It's her turn to ball. See, I'm trying to get it. It's backwards on my thing here. But her turn to ball. And there we go, right there. All right. So I'm going to get off of that. We're we moving. We're shaking and baking. We're baking and moving. And um, like I said, I'm I'm fired up. I'm pumped up. I'm pumped up because this is who I am. All right. So let's go ahead and move to quarter number two. Quarter number two. Yes, you see my purple. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, don't, I didn't cut my hair today, but anyway, I had practice today before it rained, and I'm I'm rocking that purple rain color right now. You know what I'm saying? That's an awesome logo that we got. We call it the Miners. Again, this is the flag football here and um again you know it goes back to my style and my technique of coaching you know i feel that i am the best coach there is out there uh have i ever had the best athletes no that's what makes me the best coach i've never had the best team i've never had the best athletes but i tell you what everywhere i've gone i've won it don't matter i've been to the sorriest of sorries i've created from the rock bottom and i've created excitement and that's what we've done over at, you know, Sunrise Mountain. Uh, last year, I took a team to state championship. The year before that, we went to the regional championship, and we won league. I was only there for two years, you know. So now I'm at a school that has 15 victories in seven years, 15, and eight of them came last year. So far this year, we're three and four. You think, but Fleet, you're three and four. What, what's up? Again, they've had 15 victories in six years. We were actually three and one. We lost two league games. We're, we're two. What are we? We're two and two in league. We lost two league games by a total of eight points. Last play of the game. The last drive of the game. So we're in it to win it. We actually beat a 4A team. We're 3A. We beat a 4A team who was a a powerhouse team from the past called Shadow Ridge, who beat me out the playoffs to go to the state championship game the year before last. We had to beat them last year to advance to the state semifinals. So it's a powerful team. 
and we beat them six to zero. My team ain't gonna score a lot of points because we just ain't got the athletes. But when you coach them up, and that's one thing people be lacking on. You gotta coach the fundamentals of the game, especially when you don't have the best athletes. And that's one thing that over at Sunrise Mountain we don't have the best athletes. But I teach those girls each and every day that the other team put their pants on one leg at a time just like you. They pull flags one 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 flag at a time just like you do. They catch the ball one ball at a time. And they starting to drink the Kool-Aid. Right now the Kool-Aid is great. We got that great Kool-Aid that I'm serving up. And, you know, it's been hard on the girls because they're not used to a coach like me. I'm loud. I yell. I demand. I push. I expect all those things out of the girls. I don't care what their level is. If I'm teaching, you need to pay attention. If I'm teaching, you need to learn. If I'm teaching, you need to execute. And that's the secret of a coach is to be able to relate to his players, his or her players, and be able to get the most out of them. I've had many coaches ask me, what am I doing? I just demand. It's no different than me being a teacher. You know, there's, there's, there's a bad case of disrespect amongst youngsters nowadays. Now I'm an old head now, right? But I never grew up just calling every adult ma'am and sir, especially teachers, if I see them on a daily basis. At my school that I teach at, I would say 95% of the population call their teachers Mr. or Miss, which is okay and understandable if you don't know them. But once you know them, you should be calling them by their name, Mr. Lee, Coach Lee. I demand that. I'm the only teacher at the school that every student calls me by my name. Because you know what? When they call me Mr., there's a lot of Misters on campus. And you ain't talking to me, so I keep on walking. Okay, ma'am, miss, whatever. No, that's the first line of respect. And again, as a coach, they don't just call me, you know, sir. They might respond, yes, sir, no, sir. I got that. But you got to get past that barrier. And a lot of the students in today's age, they don't want you to know them. They don't want to get to know you. My students know more about me than any other teachers they've ever come across. Because, again, I teach life. I teach life. Life ain't fair. We had practice today, and I was upset that everybody didn't show up to practice. That's loser's mentality. L, we put the L so you can see it. That's an L. That's the L mentality. You don't want to show up to practice because it's, 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 it's winter break. You don't want to win. You just want to show up to the games. So we had a long talk before practice because half my varsity team didn't show up, but all my freshmen were there. Half my JV players were there. But my freshmen are two and one. They're two and one. They're learning how to win. They don't have no, no, no old school losing in their head right now. So I'm teaching them right. Okay. So going over to Sunrise Mountain has been a big challenge. I love the challenge. I look forward to uh, taking my coaching skills elsewhere. There's a couple of openings across the the, the valley. Uh, but I probably won't get the job. You know why? Because I have haters. I have uh, ex-administration that are putting in bad words about me. For what? 
because I win, because I demand. I demand the kids come to class every day. I demand that they get a, a certain certain grade point average. But my administrators weren't man enough to come talk to me uh, after they after I resigned. Not because I wanted to, because they felt that they wanted to go in a different direction. And now when I move over to another school, you know, they're putting hate mail out there. About what? I have no idea. But, you know, it'll come back and bite them in the butt. It's going to come back and bite them in the butt. I was hoping that uh, I got a job or two that just came up. But I understand, you know, Vegas is a big, small town, okay? All you need is one person to talk bad about you, and it gets to – it's 40 schools in a 15-mile radius. What do you expect when all these principals are are friends? You know what I'm saying? So – I'm, that's why I'm back in the women's football game because it's no 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 BS. You know what I'm saying? I just go out there and coach and do what I do. I'm, I'm coaching the Las Vegas Silver Stars. I'm coaching my girls' flag football team. I'm pushing you know girls' football associations across the United States. I got to move on. I'm like Dolomite. Didn't I say that before? I'm like Dolomite. I get an idea and I and then I move on it. Sometimes people just hate that I get the idea and I move on it. You know, I don't know why, but it just happens. Ask everybody in 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 in, in the women's football league. I've been doing this for ten years on the radio. You can you can go back, BJ. We can go back, right? I think we got some podcasts that are safe. I guarantee you, you listen to my history of podcasts. Everything that I was talking about then is only happening now. It's only happening now. Um, but it's it's political. It's politics. Even when you're building a organization, when you're building uh, a league, when you're building a team, when you're working at a school, when you're in the college, it's all politics. It ain't always the best person that 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 in charge. It's not always the best person that everybody follows their ideas. You know what I'm saying? It's a popularity vote. So I think I'm ranting. Am I ranting? Yeah. Let me stop ranting. But I'm enjoying myself coaching over at Sunrise Mountain. I told those girls if they follow me and do what I ask of them to do, I will guarantee you we'll go deep in the playoffs and don't be surprised if we win the championship. Okay? Same thing with the, the Las Vegas Silver Stars. Last year I got a little taste of it. I was on the sideline. I was a guest coach. I was just a guest. You know, hey, come see us. Uh, check us out, coach. But uh, Carrie Walters know me. I can't stand on the sidelines. I, I haven't even practiced with the team. And I'm like, why are you guys running that? Here's your adjustment. They're like, Coach, can you come coach us? So I coached three games last year, and I thought it was a pretty good team. It was just a lot of inexperience. Wasn't a lot of coaching going on. And so now I'm coaching. I'm the head coach of the Las Vegas Superstars, and um, we're going to kick butt. We got some things lined up. We got things planned. And, um, you know, I just like the freedom. I don't like stuck-up administrators. I don't like fake people who tell you one thing and go back and run and do something else. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I just got the message. BJ said we can go all the way back to WSB Talk continues to hear Coach Lee from 2008. Podcast from 2008. That's 11 years ago, going on 12 years ago, that I was talking about the same thing I'm talking about today. I was talking about this in that, during that time. But, you know, I, I hate politics. I hate 
being part of a league that tried to mandate certain things that didn't make any sense. So I left one league, went to another league. They tried to do something that was didn't make sense. So I left that and helped start another league. Okay? Sometimes you got to run it right to get it right. And sometimes people don't want to hear what's right. They just want to see what they think. And that's it. That's, that's all they want you to do. You know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. There's one way, more than one way to eat rice. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, again, you know, rocking and rolling, I'm back. I'm, I'm energized. I know that the plan that we got set for, uh, for us with GFA is only going to help the women's football leagues. A uh, little concerned because it's funny that you're doing stuff and other teams don't want to join in. Thomas, what's happening? Just tuning in? Awesome. Don't worry about it. You can replay this. You can replay this. But I do this every Monday night. This is Four Quarters with Coach Lee and my super-duper guest, Carla. She's not here. She's out hustling for, uh, for um, you know what I'm talking about. Santa Claus stuff, Christmas things, you know what I'm saying? That's what my wife does, you know, take care of the kids. So I'm taking care of us. Hey, I got the owner of uh, the Las Vegas Silver Stars that just joined on. You just missed my rant about what we're going to be doing this year. We're going to kick some butt uh, because I'm back 100. Uh, I'll be back out on the field. Ooh, man. Be back out on the field um, on the first Wednesday of the new year, and then I'll be out there. So uh, we're going to be rocking and rolling. Uh, get these girls ready to go. Get these women ready to go to kick butt. I saw the schedule, and I'm ready for it. I am so ready. I'm so I'm so amped right now. Um, y'all just don't know. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna come, come and, and and make it happen. Okay, we got coach. Thomas is uh you coaching female for the first time. Hit me up. Let me know where you at. Let me know where you at uh, so I can shout out shout you out. But you know. Somebody asked me, what's the difference between coaching men and women or boys and girls? And I say, nothing. They learn the same. It's just that the boys have bad habits because they've been taught by somebody who hasn't been teaching them anything. I love teaching the girls and the women is because it's a clean slate. It's a clean board. They don't have bad habits already. And I love the fact that they always ask the question, why, coach? Why do we do this? Why do we do that? It's just like being in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm married. So I get that all the time. Get it all the time. But being a great teacher, you got to be able to listen to your students and then interpret what they're saying and then teach them how it needs to be taught so that they can do. Okay? That's been another success for me. Like I said, everywhere I've gone, I've won. I don't care if it's been basketball. I don't care if it's been football, flag football, tackle football, track and field. I win wherever I go because I be, I am a great teacher. And I think that the coaches have to be great teachers of the game in order for teams to be successful. I think if you look at all the successful coaches, it's not just because they have great athletes. They're great teachers of the game. Um, and, I, and I push that to my principals at, at, at my school. You know, when you go into these schools nowadays, you don't have great teachers there. You got people collecting checks. You got teachers who don't care. You got teachers who just say, hey, you know, don't give me no issues. I challenge every student in my school. I don't care how good they are, how bad they are. I challenge them every day. I challenge my athletes every day. You know, that's how you be, get a winning culture. Okay, and that's what we're going to be doing. That's what we're going to be doing with the Silver Stars. Get ready, because, I, I, hey, 
I'm gonna tell you something. Let me, let me show you something real quick. I don't know if y'all seen one of these before. Okay. All right. For those who are on the radio, I got a three foot Snickers in my hand because it's like the commercial. I am not me if I don't have my Snickers. I'm a totally different person on the football field. When I touch the grass for practice, if I touch the, and then I amp it up even higher for the game, I am loud, loud, and I'm demanding that you tell me why did you do that right then and there. And I had an issue at my school where, you know, some administrators came to me and was like, uh, you too loud. I'm like, well, you don't, you don't know how to coach. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm used to being a defensive back on one side of the field. I got to communicate to the other side. So I project my voice very loud. But, yeah, so the inside joke is give Coach his Snickers so he can be himself because they like me when I'm at practice because I'm joking and laughing. But at the games, I don't joke and laugh. I'm teaching and, and, and I don't scream. I ain't going to say scream. I, I, I teach and I communicate. What's up, Johnny Rob? Merry Christmas from the Robinsons to the Lees. Word. I forgot to even say Merry Christmas to everybody, but I'll probably sing at the end of the, at the show. But, yes, yes. So, Snickers, get with me. I need to do a commercial because you should see me on the football field in comparison to who I am. I'm a funny dude. So, on the football field, OMG. I'm a wild dude out there. All right. So, we were talking about, you know, coaching over at, you know, at Sunrise, um, giving opportunities. Um, I probably would never coach again in Clark County School District uh, just due to the fact that, you know, they can't handle me. They don't want to win. They don't want to change. They're just normal. They're normal. And like I said, this is a big, small town. So if one person don't like, guess what, all 40 administrators. And I'm, and I'm calling them. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't coach to, to get paid. You know what I'm saying? I coach because I know it's a tool to help kids get out their situation. Uh, again, I'm a kid from Compton, California. Okay, born and raised, Dominguez Valley Hospital in Compton. Was raised on, a, on what was my address back in the day? 1003 South Washington over in Kelly Park, right across the street from the Big Donut on Alondra in Atlantic. Okay, if I was to stay in, in, in Compton, I would have went to Kelly, Kelly Elementary School. Uh, I probably would have went to Dominguez High School where my dad actually coached. So, you know, you know, it ain't nothing to it. But we feel sorry for these kids, and I don't. I push hard. And administrators don't like that. They get too many complaints from the parents. I don't disrespect. I don't curse the kid out. I don't, you know, make them feel, this, you know, this small. I don't. I just demand a lot. So that's why I've kind of taken a break, even in the in the flag football. I'm serious out there. Ask the referees. The referees love me because I don't yell at them. You know, it'd be some bad calls, but I'm always teaching. Winning, I'm teaching, and when we're losing, I'm still teaching. I teach to the last play of the game. Um, that's what I do. So anyway, I'm at Sunrise Mountain. If you get a chance to get in Las Vegas, check us out. Uh, right now, the GFA is going to do a little petition against the Las Vegas Review Journal uh, because they're not following flag football. They cut back on their staff. They're not reporting our scores. They're not reporting our standings, and that sucks. You know what I'm saying? It really sucks that now all of a sudden girls football is, is out there and we're doing some great things and all of a sudden the, the, the newspaper cuts back on its 
it's uh, coverage of sports. They're only doing um, they're only doing basketball, you know. And, and again, I wouldn't support a newspaper if you're not going to be covering my daughter. So I'm not going to pay ninety nine cent a month to subscribe online to read uh, articles, you know. You got to give and take, and I even volunteered my services to the to the to the newspaper, telling them that hey, I will report and I'll put up all the stats and everything in. You ain't got to pay me. I just think that the girls' sports need need due coverage. It's bad enough that on ESPN, women's sports only get three percent of coverage. Three percent. That's terrible. I got daughters. I got granddaughters. You know, I got sisters. I got a mama, I got a grandma, and I got future people coming after me when I'm gone. If we are to utilize sports, then it should be coverage. And I'm not saying 50-50. Come on, I'm being real, okay? But you're talking about 3% of the news on ESPN and, and any network, I mean, on, on their network is covered. You don't even hear nothing about women's basketball highlights. You know, that's a very popular sport, be it WNBA, NCAA, high school. But you can find high school games on T on ESPN. They're talking about there's no market. What you talking about, it ain't no market. 52% of the fan base of any sport are females. Now, they always say females don't support females. You know what? I'm not a female, so I can't support that. Um, but I'm part of an organization that's dealing with females. Guess what? I don't have females really supporting a female-supported organization. So I understand what ESPN is talking about, but that don't make it right. It don't make it right. You know what I'm saying? So here I am. I'm being a, a African-American male, black male, pushing sports for females. Hmm. You know, there's other causes, but I, I really love this cause because I really love Sports, and I know that a lot of my friends have utilized sports to get to where they are. If it wasn't for sports, if it wasn't for sports, a lot of my buddies probably wouldn't have went to college and graduated. A lot of my buddies probably wouldn't have graduated high school if it wasn't for sports. Uh, if it wasn't for sports, for sports, a lot of my buddies probably wouldn't even be alive. Uh, to be honest, you know, sports have gotten us out of a lot of situations. So, with that being said, I'm coaching at Sunrise Mountain. I'm doing my thing. I'm rocking that purple ring. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're going to be contenders this year. From a school that only won 15 games in six years, we're three and four. Their best record was eight and 10 last year. We're four games, five games away from be equaling. And we got about 15 to 18 more games left. There's no way I'm going to go on a losing streak. Uh, I do too much coaching to be losing. Okay. We, we actually on a three game losing streak. We lost to, Two 3A teams um, in our league. We got we, we get to play them again. I never get beat twice. Um, and then we we lost to two 4A teams. So that's how we got the four losses. Uh, we lost to Green Valley, which is number one in the state. We lost to Clark, and we get a little revenge on Clark in another tournament on January third and fourth, that Friday and Saturday. So if you're in town, uh, go to the Mustangs. The, Rodeo, that's what it's called, the Mustang Tournament at Shadow Ridge High School over on the far north, 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 north side of town, uh, and check it out. 
But anyway, my videos are going to be coming out. Uh, we're going to get some more feedback uh, from some of the players. You're going to see some highlights um, and all those other good things. So, again, I'm rocking and rolling. We finished quarter number two, and now we are at quarter number three. Quarter number three, what's up? Robert Joyce in the house. Again, my old school friends are joining on. Hey, I know y'all got daughters. I know y'all got granddaughters. So we at that age. I'm almost 50. I'll be 50. Five oh in six months. So I know we all in that in the grandparent age right now. And you know, we gotta get out there and, and really support these girls in whatever sport. I don't care if it's rugby. I don't care if it's flag football, real football. Well, I ain't going to say real football. Tackle football, basketball, golf, tennis, uh, lacrosse, field hockey, you know, swimming, diving. Got to get out there and support. So that's what I'm pushing real quick. I'm pushing that, pushing that. But let me move on to quarter number three. Um, again, it's going to go back to the GFA. Uh, what are we doing with the GFA and, and, and how uh, you can be involved, okay? Uh, I just reached out to our coaches here in Las Vegas. And believe it or not, I only got one one email back saying, congratulations, great job. And I'm kind of frustrated because we, we, we say good job, but what part of, of the help are you going to be – I like the acknowledgement, okay? I'm, don't get me wrong. I like being acknowledged, hey, good job, great. But what can you do to help? That's what I like to get. When I get a response, like, great job, what can I do to help? That's what I'm looking for. Because the sport is not going to, to elevate if we're not being support, supportive, even if we're not involved. Um, be it being membership, be it in, uh, showing up to an event, uh, coaching, advocating researching, you know, that's what we need. We need more folks on board, okay? I've gone out, and like I said, I'm going to get Snickers. Snickers is going to be a sponsor of the GFA, right? I, I guarantee you that. Everything that I say have come to fruition, you know what I'm saying? It's just what I do. I push hard to get what's needed to get it done, okay? Now, I've reached out to every league out there. Black Football League, Adult Flag Football League, every women's tackle football league. And this is what I don't understand. I reached out to see how we can partner up to help expand the game, and you get no response. No response. I, I, I don't understand. Or you get a response. And it's like they brush you off. How do you expect to expand what you're doing when you have no foundation, when you don't have no base? No base. You can't be a great football program unless you have a recruiting base. Ask Alabama. Ask Clemson. Ask Oklahoma. Who else is in, in, in the championship for the college? You got Clemson played. Oh, Ohio State. Max, you're only as good as your foundation, as your recruiting base. Ask USC, one of my favorite teams. 
We terrible. We just signed not a five a I mean five star player for early signing period. And I say we because I'm invested in USC. You know what I'm saying? I've been a USC fan since I was born in '70, and I would say legitimately since '74. I know the history of the USC Trojans because that's my ultimate school that I wanted to go to. But because I was the flea, that little bitty dude, I didn't, I didn't fit their recruiting base back then. Okay, but you gotta have a base. You gotta find fans of the game at an early age. You know why the NFL is successful now? It wasn't very successful in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. It wasn't until the 80s, until they started putting together community relations people, youth community relations managers to get into the to the to the community. And have these kids fall in love with the schools, with the teams, and all those other things. So, again, here we are building something that's going to benefit everybody. And nobody wants to jump on because it's too new. I don't know if this sounds like a, a, a rant or whatever, but I, I, it, it, it puzzles me, you know. It was no different than me being a coach at a, at a school that was sorry. Part of the reason why they were sorry because there was no pride in the school from no kids being the elementary school, middle school, and going to that high school. There was no pride. There was no connection for those kids to have pride in the school. Where I come from, like I said, I was born and raised in Compton, but I went to school in Carson. And let me tell you, from the moment you went to elementary school in Carson and you went to Victoria Park or Carson Park or Delamo Park or Harris's Park, you knew two colors, pretty much. I would say three. I'm going to give Gardena a little, little love. But you knew about Carson, black and blue. You knew about Banny, which was black and red. And you knew about Gardena, which was green. I don't know what the other color was. I want to say gray. All right? Well, we knew all the players, because they were the brothers of our friends who played at the high school. We went Friday night to those games. When we went to the rival Carson and Banning game, they had to hold it at another stadium because it was just too many people there, 10, 15,000 people consistently, or at the Coliseum in the championship. I wanted to rock the black and blue. I knew that. When we were in middle school, well, it's middle school now, but at, at Curtis, Junior high school, when it was Carson and Banny week, the school was split because they split our neighborhood. Half of us went to Banny, half of us went to Carson. And that particular day or that Friday, and we played on Saturday, they played a game on Saturday because they had to shut things down. It was nothing but Carson, Banny, Carson, Banny. Everybody was rocking their black and blue or they black and red. And we went down different hallways. Okay? It was pride. From a young age, marketers found that out, not just at our school, but realized that the earlier that you reach out, matter of fact, consumers, think about it. If you go back to the 60s, they used to do what? Commercials about smoking. What did the government have to do? They had to ban cartoon characters. Why? Because they utilized cartoon characters to, to infiltrate the young kids into being a smoker. Camels was one. You know what I'm saying? It was a cartoon character. 
So marketeers understand what they have to do to get these kids at a young age. You know, back when I was growing up, Nike and Adidas was bunk shoes. I mean, they weren't even the brand. You know what was the brand? The shoes that had commercials that made the kids run fast, like cheetahs, pumas, because it was fast cats. You know what I'm saying? That was the image as a kid. Ooh, I got to get those shoes because they make you run fast. I'm a marketeer. I know that. I know how to market. I know how to influence. I was doing YouTube videos before there was YouTube. You know? I just didn't stay on it because I didn't know it was going to be that big. You know? I, I missed that boat. Right? What's up, Rodney? So we got more people joining forces. That's good. Hey, share, share, share. We're talking about women's football. We're talking about the DFA. This is four quarters with Coach Lee and Carla. Carla's not here. She's out Christmas shopping, doing her thing. I told her I handle it. I handle it. Right? But... You got to put yourself in the consumer's role. What would you do? How would you do? When would you do? Right? And and that's what they did. In the music industry, I did the same thing. That's why I was up and down Crenshaw Boulevard. I was all in Westwood promoting Hollywood, Hollywood Live, the Palladium, uh, Paradise 24, you name a club, I was promoting it. You know what I'm saying? Because people want to go where, where it was hot. But you got to create that buzz. I've been creating that buzz with women's football. I've been creating that buzz with girls' like football. And now that buzz is killing. People are starting to listen. But we need more people out there creating the buzz. The buzz. That's the buzz. Man, I'm getting hot in the sweater. Studio lights here at GFA making me hot. You know what I'm saying? I need to eat my Snickers. But I'll get on that a little bit later. All right? So, again, creating the buzz, creating the buzz. Season's about to start. If you are a team and you haven't created a buzz in your town, you're behind the A-ball already. If you haven't had tryouts, you're behind the A-ball already. If you haven't put your, your schedule out, you're behind the A-ball. You know, everything you put on the Internet is done deal. No. Going back to Sunrise Mountain High School, they never had over 30 girls in their total program. I had 157 that came out to practice. 157, we're down to 60. But we had 157 girls. You want to know why? Because I'm a promoter. At lunchtime, I had flyers, and I gave it to every girl on campus. I don't care if they looked the part, were girly girl, girly boy. I, I didn't care. It was about getting girls interested in playing flag football. That's what you have to do. You have to hit the streets. You gotta you gotta hit the clubs. You gotta you gotta hit the beach. You gotta hit the streets again. Over and over and over and over and over again. If you're not banging the streets, you're not gonna be successful. If you're at your school and you got a program, if you ain't out there talking to the kids, it ain't like when we grew up. You put up a sign, you know, you put up a sign and they all come. Uh-uh. They need to touch you, feel you, whatever, see you, hear you before they even think about coming. So that's part of the recruitment process. That's part of the pride process. You know, I, I hate that, that my, my showgirls, I, I, I shut shop down because the showgirls was the idea model for, for, for women's tackle football. I had videos. I mean, you can, go to, you can go to YouTube, check them out. 
I did snippets. Um, I did had songs in the background. I promoted the heck out of it. I had flyers. I did 10,000 flyers passing out all over Vegas. Um, we've had one big crowd where we had over 2,000 people uh, before. You know, it didn't last long because we weren't that good. We lost. That was our first year. But our second game, we packed the house. So, you know, it's, 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 it's cool. We got some things going on. But you got to promote. You have to promote. And I, I, I hate that people don't jump on board. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you guys go to a movie. If the movie was a dud, you either don't tell no, no. You just tell the whole world. You get on Facebook and be like, oh, don't go see it. It's a waste of your money. But when you go see a good movie, you don't say nothing, especially if you know the person. You know, but if it's a major studio movie and it was good, you're blowing it up, right? Blowing it up. I'll give you a great example. Black Panther was a great movie. Don't get me wrong. Great movie. But we supported it because of the, of the message. That was great. And I love it. But why do we don't have the same support for girls playing, playing sports? For girls getting equal opportunity to earn scholarships? Why aren't we pushing for Title IX issues at these schools? That they're not providing the right facilities for the young ladies? I don't know. Is that too worthy of a cause? You know, is it too worthy of a cause? To do some research on Title IX. It's only been around almost what, less than 50 years. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh, I got a superstar track star on here, Nisi on here. Woo-hoo. I remember trying to chase her down. She was so fast. But you know what? This is four-quarter coaching. I talk about all and everything. That's why I do a, a Facebook Live, and I talk about it. You know, my super-duper host, Carla's not with me today, but she'll be here next week, trust me. But, you know, I talk about girls. I talk about women. I talk about football. I talk about, you know, opportunity. I talk about Title IX. I talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, you know. No, no. Ooh, time be flying. Quarter number four. I didn't know that I was rocking and rolling. But let me just end it like this in quarter number four, BJ. Um, You know, there's some other news out there. The... XFL, no, no, not the XFL, the L, what was it, LFL, it went from Laundry Football League to the Legends Football League, now has rebranded to the X Extreme League or something like that. Uh, some people wanted my intake on that because, again, people were doing some research. Some people were doing some research uh, about the, the LFL and, and realized that I coached in that, and I won. You know, I was a winner. And somebody told me I got fired for running the ball. Uh, I don't even know why I got fired from the league. Honestly, me and the owner of the league didn't get along, and I didn't listen to him. And he said we were trash and we were sorry and we whooped everybody's butt. So if I was sorry and trash, then what was the other teams? Uh, And I started reading some of these articles from back in the day, from 2011, 2012. I was busting up laughing uh, because he he was knocking me for winning. And like I told you guys earlier in the show, all I do is win. No matter where I'm at, I just win, 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 win. And that's how it goes. But anyway, I'm going to touch on that next week. You know what I'm saying? Let me do a little bit more research. Some folks hit me up with some old articles, some pictures of me uh, coaching that league. Um, And I got fans out there. And it was pretty cool for fans to hit me up. Did you know that, you know, that they're changing it? And I'm like, yeah, I heard a little bit about it. I do Facebook here and there. 
But anyway, BJ, I am done uh, with blog talk tonight. So let's go ahead and uh, cut this cut this short. Well, I ain't cutting cut short. It's eight o'clock. I got things to do. I got a Snickers to eat because without my Snickers, I am not myself. And uh, I'm out to next week. So again, join in. Uh, this will be a replay on Blog Talk Radio on on Facebook. You can watch. You can do whatever. And like I said, I I, I do the good, the bad, the ugly. More the good and the bad um, to talk about girls and women's football, women's sports, Title IX, and all those other things. So, again, I'm Coach Lee in the place to be. Peace.